what does our emotional state have to do with the physical health of your heart? Happy day. This is the Wellness 717 Podcast. I'm Dr. Jeff Ludwig. I'm the host of this show. This is sponsored by Camp Hill Family Chiropractic. And the aim of this show is to give this community information so you can make smart, safe, and sane healthcare decisions. So as they say, relax and enjoy the show. Well, hello everyone, Dr. Jeff here, and today we're going to talk about your heart, your mind, your emotions, your cardiovascular health, just a few tidbits to help you understand how emotions can affect your body. The goal with anything in health is to be balanced. We want a balanced mind, but we also want a strong heart. You know, when we have difficult emotions, they are shown to risk harming the physical heart. For example, in 2014, a meta-analysis of 30 prospective studies, 40 independent reports with, get this, close to 900,000 participants and follow-ups ranging from 2 to 37 years, right? That's a a great long-term study, found that depression predicted the risk of developing coronary heart disease or heart attack, and even things like anxiety, traumatic events, anger, frustration, and unrelenting job stress all pose similar cardiovascular risks. And I'm here to say they are likely share a common physiological pathway. The most extreme examples of negative emotions impacting the heart health is a condition known as stress cardiomyopathy, commonly referred to as broken heart syndrome. In this condition, the physical heart weakens and sometimes fails as a result of extreme grief, maybe emotional distress, or perhaps surprise. The risk of heart attack increases 21-fold within 24 hours after the loss of a loved one. Wow, that's pretty powerful. Conversely, research has shown that positive emotions like gratitude, optimism, and empathy can have the opposite result. And then reducing stress and helping the heart enter a state of balance and calm. You know, when you have optimism and a great positive life purpose, you are going to have positive effects that have been linked to reduce risk of developing coronary heart disease. In one large trial, over 97,000 healthy women were followed for over eight years. Optimists were found to have a lower CHD, that's coronary heart disease, mortality. Those with higher levels of cynicism and hostility were found to have a higher risk of early death, either from cancer or other causes. 
boy, what you think about sometimes comes about. Makes you think, doesn't it? While we may not be able to control some factors in heart health, such as the genes we inherited, understanding the connection between emotions and cardiovascular health always allows us to cultivate the emotions that nurture both our emotional and our physical heart. Now, if you want to change a heart in order to understand how emotions really impact our bodies, it's really important to know where they come from. You know, many of the factors of stress reactivity begin in the mind. Of course it does. It is our perception and our interpretation of events and our experiences and meanings. These things determine our thoughts our feelings, our behaviors. Now let's first look at where emotions come from. Then we can unpack the differences between feelings, emotions, and moods. You know, when you first have an emotion, it can be unconscious, it can be a bodily response, certainly primal at times, and what happens is then emotions give rise to feelings. Contrary to what we might believe, emotions are different than feelings. Feelings are really the meaning we give to our emotions based on our memories and our beliefs and the subjective labeling from our experiences. For example, if we are called on to speak in the public, we might experience emotional response, such as faster heartbeat, tense muscles, maybe a sensation of butterflies in the stomach. These physical sensations are then interpreted by our conscious mind, which then labels them as a feeling of fear. Moods, of course, then are constellations of emotions and feelings. They may not have any connection to an initial trigger or an event, and they can last for a day or more. But when we have reoccurring emotions and feelings and begin to identify with them, seeing an emotion as part of who we are, we may not be consciously aware of them because then they seem like constant companions instead of information that arises and then should just simply pass. But they don't. Get this, all emotions set off a chain reaction of electrical and chemical signals from the brain. And then they travel throughout the body along the ANS, the autonomic nervous system. Our organs are programmed to receive these physical signals and have receptors covering their surfaces. This is why a single emotion like stress can trigger signals that result in inflammation and blood platelet activation. In that regard, you have more of a tendency towards blood clots. And then this can cause our cells to age more rapidly. Emotions also affect the function of the brain itself, influencing our ability to focus, our patterns of thought, our levels of energy, motivation, our ability to sleep, and even our appetite. Which brings us to the final stop on the Mind-Heart Highway. 
the behaviors triggered by our conscious and unconscious impulses that our emotions influence, our mental state determines our tendency towards or away from self-care. Now, when we adhere to a healthy lifestyle and lifestyle choices and our likelihood of developing and maintaining a supportive social network, that makes a big difference. Research has shown that our personality, which encompasses many of our ways of reacting to the world, is a risk factor for heart disease. Many of us might also have, a, have heard of the link between having a type A personality and developing heart disease. However, more studies have shown that it's only certain type of type A traits that may increase cardiovascular disease. Things like depression, anxiety, anger, hostility, they're all strong factors and they increase the risk of developing heart disease. But here's the good news. With practice, we can rewire certain aspects of our default patterns of emotional reactivity. And we can strengthen our heart Yes, we can do this. So you're asking Dr. Jeff, how can we handle these emotions? Well, let's focus on emotion for a second. And let's talk about emotion-centered habits, specifically for heart health. So three things we can do. Number one, notice what's present. We can commit to developing awareness of emotions in the body through the regular practice of mindfulness of emotions and body sensations. We just need to notice, right? We need to be aware of what's going on and have a mindfulness of where we are in that space and time. Number two, expand your emotional intelligence. We can work to improve our emotional literacy our own vocabulary of feelings that can certainly describe our inner experience. You know, this takes some practice and may require help from maybe specialists and others. And number three of the habits is respond with intention. We can become an active agent in choosing our emotional reactions to everyday events. We can also cultivate nurturing and self-sustaining positive feelings. And these are things like we mentioned before, optimism, gratitude, empathy. And then if we commit to practicing these skills of navigating challenging emotions with a sense of curiosity and self-compassion, we can control our emotions and not affect our heart in a negative way. Mindfulness, isn't it amazing? It's something that we need to take a step back just to focus on to some degree. Over the next couple of weeks, I'm planning on bringing in some more information to help you with your mindfulness because it really will affect your health in a positive way. If you like this episode, I encourage you to share this with a friend or family member. And whatever platform you're listening to this on, I really encourage you to subscribe to this channel. Our podcasts come out every Monday, usually around noon. 
And if there's some special topic you really want us to talk about, just contact our office here at Campbell Family Chiropractic. Send us an email at info at and tell us the topics that you want to hear about. Or you can certainly call our office too at 717-761-8840. Ask us any questions. I'll be happy to answer the best that I can. And as we begin this week with better mindfulness for a healthy heart, I encourage you all to be well and be blessed. Have an awesome week, everyone.